Packers Insiders with the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee, who joins us live on WTMJ. Happy Friday, sir. Happy Friday to you, Gene. How you doing? I'm doing okay. So what do we know about this Washington football team? You know they're 2-4, and four, but uh, that's not a, it's another uncommon foe again. We don't go to school that often on Washington. Yeah, I really don't. And they're changing quite a bit as uh, the, the new regime gets into place in Washington. Um, and the biggest thing is they don't have a moniker, you know, and they're the football team. So it's a very strange situation um, and a lot of things going on around this team uh, that have nothing to do with football. But um, and the well-documented front office issues um, that we talk about on the on the. Uh, um, play-by-play podcast this week with uh, one of the reporters who's covering that story out there about the uh, front office issues. So Wayne, uh, I know we went through this with San Diego to LA. Are you and Larry going to have like a little jar in the booth on Sunday that if you mess up, you throw a bucket and then you guys go out for like an appetizer after the game? How What's that process going to be like? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't talked to Larry about that yet. Probably something like that, but uh, uh, we'll probably get lit up on Twitter more than that. It's all good. You're yeah. going to get lit up on Twitter. Everybody does regardless of what That's they do. That's true. Yeah, I still call them the Baltimore Colts. I mean, it takes a long time for my old habits to die. Uh, this Packers defense, another new piece added this week, and uh, more injuries adding up as well. It's really hard to get a handle on just how well Joe Barry's unit can play because, again, there's so much in motion and so much in flex. Yeah, and I think they've done a fairly good job when you look at um, you know the changes they've had and what they've had to deal with. But as we've talked before, you lose two all-pro caliber players off of that defense, uh, and you just don't replace people like that. And, and again, I, I think that... Brian Gutekunst's done a great job. I mean, you could tell they're bringing in veteran players. They're bringing in guys who know how to do it. Now, how much do they have left in the tank? Jalen Smith, uh, Whitney Merciless. That's not the issue. You know, hopefully they have enough left to help now. Uh, they're not long-term solutions, but at least they're guys who can come in, and they're pros. They know how to do it. So, Wayne, along those lines, Gene and I were talking about this earlier this morning. They bring in Whitney Merciless. They bring in Jalen Smith. These are not moves that uh, previous regimes in Green Bay would make. They would stick to their 53 or their practice squad and work internally. Is this a sign of a shift in mentality from Brian Gutekunst, or have things just gotten so bad injury-wise that they had to go this direction? No, this is more, I think, to me, and from the outside looking in, obviously I haven't had the opportunity to talk to Brian about it, but um, to me it looks like this is a, a front office shift of philosophy, and that uh, especially, but, but I think pursuant just to this season, uh, this is an all-in type season. This is the Packers going for it. Um, now, they've had two crippling injuries, uh, so they've gone with, to try to fill those voids with players uh, who have experience, or they're not trying to develop people uh, in these injury uh, absences. They're trying to uh, get a performance level that is close to what they had before and thus continue on that road toward the Super Bowl. So I think that's what, it, to me, on the, on the outside looking in, that's what it means to me. Um, Brian and the front office, uh, as they should be, are really going for it this year. They've got the kind of team they feel they, they, can, they can get there. Uh, they've had some setbacks with injuries, and now they're trying to compensate for that. And you don't do that with street-free agents. Um, you know, that have no experience, college free agents with practice squad guys. Wayne, how do you think the Packers coaching staff is handling this 10-day stretch a little differently than normal, knowing they have to play two games in four days' time? 
Yeah, that's that's going to be really interesting next week. I don't know how much of an impact this week it really had. Uh, I think that um, Matt LaFleur tapered some of the practice a little bit, had more of a walkthrough than a full practice on Wednesday. Um, you know, trying to you've got to save their bodies, you know, that kind of thing. And so I think this is going to be a tough stretch now. It'll be interesting to see next week because that's a real quick turnaround from a Sunday afternoon game, fortunately a noon game, but a Sunday afternoon uh, to a Thursday evening. Yeah. On the road, by the way, a long flight to uh, Arizona. Against a very tough Cardinal team that's going to be a challenge and the start of a real tough stretch of this Packers schedule. No week is easy, but this stretch is especially tough, Wayne. Yeah, especially when you start with the Cardinals undefeated on the road. You go to Kansas City where the Chiefs are going through some issues, but uh, nonetheless, they're still that's Patrick Mahomes and Arrowhead Stadium. So it'll be interesting to see. We're going to find out a lot about the Packers beyond Sunday. Voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee, joining us live. We will check in again Monday morning at the same time, sir. Thank you so much. Sounds good, guys.